Hello, I'm Claire Dowling. Welcome to episode one of the Keep Streets Live podcast, where I've interviewed David Fisher, singer, songwriter and busker. Thank you, David Fisher, for joining me on the Keep Streets Live podcast. Um, oh, it's good to hear. Um, I'd first like to ask you about your album, Busking Beyond Borders. Can you tell me what inspired you to write that album? I, I spent about three and a half years just uh, traveling and busking my way around Europe. Um, it, it started off as just, uh, I planned to leave for a few months and then it sort of uh, got a bit out of hand. Um, and I mm-hmm. just sort of saw no reason to stop really. And I was writing a few songs as I was going, as I, as I tend to, I, I tend to write, you know, write a new song every, you know, couple of months every few months or so right. and I, I, I gradually realized that I had a, enough songs that were sort of w- w- with a basis in something to do with to do with my travels for a, for a whole album um and so I, so I thought it'd, it'd be nice to do a whole album with a with a, con- a central theme, theme through it and as well I, I, I sort of um I'd, I'd, I'd had a few people who suggested to me that I should write a book about about my experiences of busking and traveling Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, that's a, this is ideal to to tie the album in with a book. And so, you know, you got the stories behind the the songs. You can you, you can find somewhere in the book as well, which has the same name. So I thought it'd be a nice project to sort of tie in with each other. That's a wonderful idea. And yeah, I've just been reading your website, davidfishermusician.com. That's right. Yes. Um, and you've got a, a lovely write up there about the album and we can listen to the album as well. I've been listening to some of the tracks uh, on Bandcamp. Very good. Yeah. Well done. I love the sound. It's a folk and your voice is beautiful. Um, oh, thank you very much. I really like your lyrics as well. And what a great idea to tie it in with the book. So your stories about Europe, traveling around, busking. It's an amazing project. And I did read a snippet from your book. You've been to many different countries in Europe. Yes, I, I, I'm a bit of a spreadsheet man, so I do have a, a, a an exact tally, and it, it's it's it, currently up at a, it's a, I think well nearly 300 cities in um, in 46 what? countries at the moment. That's um, incredible. That yeah, well, well it, it, yes, it's it sort of it, it's something that keep motivates me to try and um, keep getting the getting those numbers up. Um, yeah. I, I, I have to look at that and think that oh that's that's not bad, and then I see um uh you know a post from uh, someone who I, who I know you know um Chester Bingley who's uh, I think he's nearly up at a thousand cities now that he's busted in. Wow. Um, as far as I know, um so uh, I've still got a, I've still got a way to go to compete with that, with that sort of thing. But uh, it's so positive that the busking has enabled you to do that as well to travel and write yeah. about experiences. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, it was um. It was, so for me, it was a bit. It was a bit of a no-brainer. I, I mean, I was I was working as a busker back in England before I went travelling for about four years. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I was I was perfectly happy, but um, I just sort of thought, well, there's 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 no obvious reason for me to to just stay living in England. Um, so why don't I just head off and see and see what happens, see if I can sustain myself. And um, it, it it turns out that uh, that it is possible. A great idea, and congratulations on, oh, on thank that, you. doing that. One thing I wanted to chat to you about is: Did you have any experiences of, of dealing with authorities when you were over in Europe? Oh, there were there, there were plenty. Yes, um, and, and part of the problem when I'm traveling is that um, I, I don't really know the law in individual countries. It, it took me a long time to really get to grips with the details of busking law in in, in mm-hmm. Britain. And you know, when you're moving around this much, it's um, I find it in other countries it's quite difficult to to work out exactly what it is uh i didn't have as much of a leg to stand on when it comes to depend things like standing my ground but um uh yeah there, there were a couple of times when i was given on the spot fines um once in italy and once in the czech republic 
which is never nice, but both of those oh. times when it happened, um, the, the, the entire fine was paid for by locals who saw it happen. Oh, and, wow. And, 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 and really disagreed with it, which I thought was um, yeah. uh, rather wonderful. Um, I, I mean, it, particularly in, in Monza when this happened, um, I, I mean, it was in Prague, it was one person who just came up to me and gave me all the money mm-hmm. for the fine, which was which, which was very kind. Oh. In, uh, in Monza, it was um, just a, a whole group of people suddenly overheard what was happening. Mm-hmm. And um, they all just started chucking coins in the case. And at, at, at oh. the point when I realized, actually, you know, I've got enough to pay the fine now, I told them, um, thank you, but I have enough now so you can stop. And they yeah. just carried on putting money in. I think I made three times the amount of the fine just from angry people who didn't like the wow. police. It was great. That's cool. It was a lovely moment. And then uh, I, I, I'd say the country where there was strictest in terms of uh, the police was mm-hmm. uh, on busking was Azerbaijan. And right. I, I, I couldn't go more than 10 minutes without being moved on by the police. Um, wow. And this is particularly the case given that I have a... I have a belt to keep all my various harmonicas in. And mm-hmm. if you don't know what a harmonica belt is, then it does look like a bit of a security breach. Um, it does look like you've got a bomb strapped to you or something like that. Oh my gosh, so they yeah. got a bit panicky about that. Um, <laughs> and uh, there's a bit of a standoff where I, I didn't really want to touch the belt to show them what the uh, yeah. harmonica show them what it was. So I was, you know, hands in, uh, had my hands oh. in the air and wasn't quite sure what to do. But um, we sorted it out eventually and uh, I left the country fairly swiftish. <laughs> yeah, well, well done. <laughs> Um, that must have been quite scary. Yeah, I uh, yeah. Well, it was um, just sort of a, this, this sense of um, slight frustration. I, I, I you know, I, I mean, my command of the Azerbaijani language is is, is not brilliant. It has to be said, um, yeah. and so I couldn't really get my <laughs> get my point across that it's just a harmonica. Um, but what, uh, <laughs> where, where were some of your favourite places to busk in Europe? Would you say? Um, there's, I mean, there's, there's, but I, I, I loved Romania. Busking in Romania mm-hmm. was, um, was, was fantastic, and I, I think pretty much every city, aside from Bucharest, because capital cities and big cities are never particularly good for me. Yeah, um, yeah. Do you find the same thing? Yeah, Edinburgh, London. I've never really had a good busking experience. Yeah, yeah. Just very busy, very expensive, and yes. uh, difficult to get a spot because obviously lots of buskers go to those places and Amsterdam as well we tried to do a bit of busking there and it was just overrun with uh, other street entertainers yeah I wanted to ask you about your letter to Coventry City Council Uh, well done on the letter Um, buskers can find the letter on the Keep Streets Live website as a as a template under the resources section what inspired you to write that letter to Coventry? Well, I, I used to busk in Coventry quite regularly before I um, before I left the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I moved back to Britain in uh, around about October time. And it was one of the things I really wanted to do was get more involved in the, the you know, in the busker's rights side of things. Um, yeah, that's great. It's something I've been following for, 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 for a while, but I, I, feel, yeah. I was feeling slightly guilty for the fact that I hadn't really done anything to get it to get involved in this and I saw just um on one of the buskers Facebook groups that Coventry was one of the councils that had passed a public space protection order yeah. uh, against busking and I thought yeah I hadn't hadn't heard anything about this and I asked Keep Streets Live and Musicians Union uh, mm-hmm. if they'd been notified uh, and they hadn't at all and um, I, I've got the direct quote from the Home Office uh, guidance here which does state that uh, councils must consult the police and community representatives to ensure specific groups have the opportunity to comment, including those involved in activities such as busking. And in their response, they admitted that they hadn't contacted any groups with in relation to busking. Um, and when it comes to the guide, Home Office guidance on how to challenge PSPOs, they yeah. do state um, the interested person could argue that one of the requirements, e.g. consultation, 
have not been complied with. So this is what I, this is the angle I'm going for. Yeah. Um, I, I believe that in a very obvious breach of the Home Office guidance on how to introduce a PSPO. So we hopefully we'll be able to negotiate overturning that aspect of it. Yes, and a positive thing has come come from that letter. Coventry are wanting to talk. I, I believe they're wanting to talk to keep streets live um, ab about that. So you've opened up a dialogue there, which is great. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I think um, they said that they're, they're looking for that they'll be, be arranging a meeting in about three or four months' time, so we can uh, so we can discuss that. Um, it's good. So yeah, it, it it is positive, and hopefully something will come of that because um, and it, I, I think. The general system that's in that's in, in place at the moment in the, or the, the the system that keeps streets live are advocating is uh, is one of a, a set of reasonable voluntary guidelines, which to mm -hmm. me seems so much better than um, using the uh, sort of legislative sledgehammer to crack a nut, because you, you end up punishing. Um, I, I think it's very difficult to create legislation that doesn't end up punishing responsible buskers, um, yeah. and. It's it's so much better if, if if buskers work with local businesses, um, and we you know, we we talk to them. That if if they yeah if they if they feel that someone's been outside their shop or their business for, for an unreasonable amount of time, then the best thing to do is just have to open up a dialogue then and and talk to each other about it. Yeah. And then usually I, I I've never been in a case where that's led to anything negative, and most buskers and most businesses I speak to say the same thing. So hopefully that that approach will will work in Coventry. Um, yeah. I think part of the reason why they introduced this PSPO was because because they didn't consult anyone. If they had done, I, I, I think they, they, they would have realised that that's the, the best way to go about things. So hopefully we can convince them of that when we meet them in a few weeks, in a few months. Yeah, that, that would be fantastic. And another thing I noted as well was that you sent a letter to the Home Office for mm. a Freedom of Information request to find yes. out how many PSPOs had been issued against buskers. Yes. And um, they got back to you saying that they don't keep a record of that. Yes, which I, I think is absolutely astonishing. Um, yeah. uh, well. Sorry? It's very worrying as a busker. Yes, yeah, very worrying. Um, <clears throat> Because if, if you've got no central oversight at all over this sort of thing, and, I, and having spoken to councillors in, in the past about this sort of thing, it's, well, I was speaking to this conversation with a councillor in Birmingham who, where something was proposed a while ago, and in the end there was negotiations, and, and, and again, these voluntary guidelines were put in place instead, which was yeah. a really good result. Um, but there was one of the councillors who was just saying, well, uh, you know, if, if one person makes a complaint and one councillor starts to push this this sort of thing, then it yeah. can sort of spiral out of control if no one if no one stops that um, stops that train in motion from from, from going ahead, That's and right. so uh, and so if there's no oversight at all for, in terms of the Home Office point of view, then th yeah. then that's really concerning, I think. And yeah. the, fa the fact that if you if a council introduces a PSPO, the only way to to appeal like you have to appeal within six weeks, and now well, yeah. if you've got a situation such as the Coventry one, where the, 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 there was the, I believe there wasn't proper consultation process and no one really noticed they passed it until after that six weeks then what do you do and if the home, home office haven't got oversight then I think that's a real problem yeah um, definitely so I have asked for a, an in, I, I emailed them back and that there's a sort of appeals process to the freedom of information request and so I've asked for an independent review of of their response to my request and so we'll see right. what, what comes of that well that's great thanks for doing that um you, uh, on behalf of buskers you know just thank mm. you so much for doing that because uh, the public space protection orders um, are 
worrying. Um, yeah. You know, uh, I'll do my best myself to uh, to write to my councillor and I, I guess oh, write yeah. to M local MPs that are in areas where they're bringing in these PSPOs to include busking as well. I think that might be a good idea. Yeah, I, 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 well, I, I mean, I've been um, following your uh, battles with the law up in um, it's, it's Carlisle, isn't it? That you've yeah, is that right? Yes, that's I, I mean, right. that's, yeah. um, you know, and and good on you for um, for arguing your case really, really well there. Um, yeah, because... thank you. I, I think it's just but it's just important to talk to them and and keep the mm. keep the dialogues going. Definitely. Yes. Yes. Abs absolutely. Is is there anything else you'd like to chat about on the podcast? Um, about the about the the busking right uh, busking laws and stuff in the UK at the moment with the public space protection orders or I think well yeah I, I mean yeah I think we covered a fair bit but but I think yeah. the, um, the the main problem I think is that it's um, when you start talking about it to people who is who is not affecting it sounds very very dry um, and quite dull um mm. and, and and i think that because it's, it gets very legalistic um, and yeah. i think and so, so i think people sort of lose interest in it um and i don't know whether it's too sort of um it sounds a bit conspiratorial to suggest that that was sort of almost deliberate on the part of the home office but i don't think that's beyond the bounds of possibility mm -hmm. that it, because I, I think the way this law is being used is um it, it, I, I think it's arguably one of the most authoritarian pieces of legislation that's, that's come in in in, um, in, in recent times. I but agree. no one's really noticing it, and no one really no one's really talking about it. Mm -hmm. And if the Home Office are saying, "Oh, well, it's nothing to do with us because it's the individual councils and we don't have any control over it," then I, th I think that's a, a really, really, um, really, really concerning for the for the future. Yeah, they've been in place for a, the law came in what, five years ago, um, and in five years we've already seen people being um banned from swearing in certain areas we've, be, we've seen rough sleepers being moved on and find money for, for for sleeping outside yeah um and you think this is um this is a really really concerning state of affairs so as much as you know it's important to challenge individual councils on a local level it feels like you're sort of just pushing it back back against the tide and it feels it feels like there needs to be some sort of change in the law on, on, on a national level um yeah. to, to, to prevent councils from um from implementing unreasonable laws on these grounds absolutely i agree um would you like to sing us a song then for i would yes that would be amazing uh, that'd, be, that'd be lovely i will just uh um get my get my guitar ready here we go and um, so this is a song from uh from the album um it's called people say and you can get this album on bandcamp and spotify and amazon and all the rest of it fantastic thank you okay
I don't see things this way Not even when these people say I want to play in the streets And see the smiles on the faces is waiting gold and the strivers will work every hour they're told people say success is waiting gold but i don't see things this way not even when these people say a wise man once says success is doing what you love people say you have to settle down take yourself off the shelf Stop shopping around People say You have to settle down But I don't see things this way Not even when these people say I'm not looking for love But if I find it well That's okay I'm not looking for love But if I find it well That's okay That was wonderful. Thank you, David. Oh, well, thank you. The lovely song, People Say. Uh, do you have any gigs coming up in your area at the moment? Um, I do, yes. Uh, let me think. When are they? Um, I've, I've got uh, a, f a few coming up in the in the week of um, the week just leading up to St. Patrick's Day because I've got a fair amount of, of Irish folk in the in the repertoire. So there's um, mm -hmm. one oh, in Solihull and one in King's Heath. Um, and then a couple in Germany at the start of May um, oh, in Bonn. Oh, great. So I'm back on the road again for a few weeks at least. And then I've got a couple of festivals coming up. Um, one in Hay and I believe one in Butte over the summer. So oh, all the gigs fantastic. are on, on my website. Fantastic. Your website, davidfishermusician.com. That's right. Yes. Brilliant. Well, th thank you so much for taking part in this interview for the Keep Streets Live podcast, David. Oh, it's been and a real pleasure. Thank you. It's been, it's been great. Thank you very much. Okay. okay. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye. -bye. Yes, bye.